Hello, I'm Howard and welcome to the 9320 Review Podcast, the show that can say with some certainty that no one remembers who came second in the 11-12 Premier League season, or in City's Centurion season, or in last year's FA Cup final. Uh, we're looking back at another crazy game, the sixth one, I think, against Leipzig in recent times. The City came from two down to win the game and the group, a true game of two halves. Lot to discuss, match and other stuff too. Eventful night all round. To do so, got two big hitters in. It's Steve and it's Lloyd. Uh, first up, good afternoon, Steve. How are you? Did you call me Steve then? I'm just about to then ask you, do you hate Steve? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I've known a lot of St- Steve Stevens, well, Stevens in my time. <laughs> they get Steve, Stevens get very angst about which version of your yeah. name they use. Well, I've don't never it? been a Steve growing up. I've right. <laughs> so if someone calls me Steve, it's like they're talking about someone else. So it, it's weird. It's, yeah. You but yes, I'm very well, thank you. You don't call a PH Stephen Steve then ever. Is that the rule? Or Well, I'm, I'm going to offend quite a few people out there who are listening to this now. And I apologise because I don't mean any offence. But if your name is Stephen with a V, it's not a real name. <laughs> <laughs> It's the PH basically is the traditional and proper way of spelling Stephen. And at some point, someone's walked into a hotel, said their name, someone's mispronounced, wrote it down, and it's just took off from there. Um, it's 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 a misspelling with a V. There we go. That's very okay. Brexit of you. Do you think it has, to, it has to be the traditional way? The, the oh, I PH suppose. Way. Yeah, I've never been called Brexit before. <laughs> First time for everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I quite I liked it. <laughs> I know, it, was, it was such a novelty, I quite liked it. <laughs> anyway, Lloyd, the name that can't be <laughs> narrowed down. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, but Howard, Howard, two L's, what's that about? I know I'm Welsh, oh, but... I know. Uh, well, um, you say that, but oh my God, can it be misspelled? The emails I've had in the last couple of weeks from people butchering my name, I've seen spellings I've never seen before. Uh, so the, the classic one is L-L-Y-O-D. Uh, but this week I've had Lloyd's uh, with an S on the end. I've had L L O space Y E D. I've had I've had Lollid L O L Y D. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's not been a good week to be a Lloyd. Hmm. Lloyd, so are you nice. ever tempted to go by L L Cool J? Uh, <laughs> definitely good. not. No, Ladies know. love Oid. Yeah, it doesn't really work, does it? <laughs> Anyway, I get the same with my surnames. <laughs> there are quite a few of our, you know, when you, I type the description in for the upload to the podcast, a number of times I have put three L's in your name, Lloyd, but yeah, by accident, obviously, no one's ever noticed. So. Well, I clearly I haven't, so there we go. No. <laughs> it's just what I, I don't know what I'll do, yeah, just rushing. So anyway, we've got a lot to talk about, so shall we crack on? Let's do this. Now, before Ooh. we talk about that match, uh, I was getting very angry on the tram home from the match after for for things uh, nothing to do with City. Uh, that penalty for PSG, Steve. I'm going to start with you. Now I was being very melodramatic both on Twitter and on WhatsApp about how laws that allow a penalty to be given for that are sapping my love for the sport. Mm. Am I going way over the top there? Do you think? And your thoughts on that? Decision? No. And it's a bit of a coincidence because yesterday I was had an email exchange with one of my bosses. And so he works in football. I work in football. And he said, I don't know how we got onto this, but he said, look, just between me and you, despite my line of work, I've really fallen out of love with football in recent years. Mm. And VAR has ruined it. 
And I said, I completely agree. I do not feel the same way about football anymore. I don't feel excited about it. Um, something quintessential and important is gone for me from the game. VAR has absolutely ruined this game that I, I adore and I have adored all my life. Um, the sooner it's gone, the better, but it's not going to go. We've invested too much money. And as we'll mm. get on to very shortly, that they're, they're just determined to dig down even further into officialdom. Um, it, Usual the, caveat, Steve, though, it's not VAR itself, it's the laws no, no, company as well as VAR. Yeah. I'm trying not to swear in the first 15 minutes, but sod that. No, no, it's <laughs> VAR. It's VAR what's a problem, not the rules. Not not even the, the ineptness of the, the individuals in control of VAR, and that is an issue, of course. It's VAR. Take VAR away, and we can get back to having a game of football again and the excitement and being able to celebrate goals and moments and all the rest of it. No. Right now, it's just... It's but, ruined, mate. It's ruined. Now, I know the ref didn't give it on this occasion, so mm. this was even an overturn, which makes it all the more ridiculous. But take VAR away, and in European football especially, that could still be given a penalty. That's what annoys me more than VAR well, on this they, occasion. In, in Just League, how soft these handball decisions four are. Four times Just, as many. In the Champions League, you get four times as many handball penalties wow. than you do in the Premier League. Four times. So that is a clear directive, isn't it? Mm. And, and you know, it's a nonsense because it wasn't handball. It wasn't a penalty in any way, shape, or form. They look for three things when determining whether it's a penalty and the distance, and it was from a close proximity, whether it's deliberate. No one could claim that was deliberate. And then it was hand movement, you know, arm movement, and whether it's an unnatural oh. position. And that ultimately is what they decided was a penalty. And that ultimately is what means that the people responsible have been taken off duty for a week because... It's a perfectly natural arm movement that he has. If you drew a footballer in that kind of pose, you would put his arm there. They are shit, and they're ruining football. The, the whole premise of natural position is total nonsense. Anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's total, I mean, what's unnatural position, really? There's a few ones just sticking your arm out, but essentially... Your arm's always in a natural position because it's just it's doing its thing. It's being an arm, you know. Unless you unless you're deliberately sticking it out or you're doing something, you know, to try and intercept that ball. Your arm is in a natural position. We know what an unnatural arm position is, which is basically when a corner comes over and some weird kind of you know someone has a meltdown and yeah. throws their arm in the air. We see <laughs> yeah. that happen. That's an unnatural arm position. Last night wasn't. And you look at the bigger picture and you look at the importance of that goal as well in that group. And the importance Could of it probably knocked Newcastle. him out. Yeah. Oh, it's it's just outrageous. Man. Might have knocked him out. Yeah, Lloyd. Sorry, I've just had a yeah. massive rant there. So Lloyd, over to you. Thank you. I'm, I'll, the floor is mine. Um, so on the unnatural arm position, actually. For once, Jermaine Genus made a good point last night. <laughs> Snatch which, clock, is it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which was um, about the unnatural arm position. It's kind of what Steve said. It's for those ones where the defender kind of has their arms almost above their shoulders. Um, yeah. And the good example is Kim Pembe um, when United were away at the Parc de Prince a few years ago. Rashford scored that penalty kind of in right at the end uh, won them the game and he he kind of would block the ball with his um yeah it was his elbow kind of almost above his shoulder what happened last night was ridiculous i think i'm more with howard than i am with usty in that i do think the rules are a problem in combination with var and that's kind of generating this almost over refereeing however last night though howard i don't think that that gets given 
as a handball on the pitch if you take VAR out of that situation because the speed with which that happened, there's no mm. way that the ref's going to give that. The problem, the problem was when they slowed that down to you know mm. really really slow. Then yeah, you can kind of see a bit more clearly that you know it comes off his kind of chest and then it hits hits his arm. There's no way you see that in real time. Actually, it, it happens so quickly you almost don't see anything. Um, it's a shocker. Um, I'm 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 beginning to struggle with VAR and kind of refereeing at the moment. It, I think it is actually now really beginning to impact your enjoyment as a fan and whether that's in the ground where it's worse or even at home, so many decisions are being overturned for things that just aren't kind of clear or obvious errors, which was always a, a very sticky wicket to put themselves on. Um, and yeah, I think, I think the calls now to kind of almost go back to what we had before, even though it makes no sense because technology doesn't really progress like that. It's beginning to get a lot of credence and I think people are yeah, rightly angry with 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 what's been happening, particularly this season. Dale Johnson in the on Twitter, who's who's excellent when it comes to covering yeah. the VAR, um, he, he made a really good point today, and it's a point that it, it's not picked up enough this. So often we say that um a ref is kind of asked to go to the monitor to take a second look, and it's never that. It's not that. Last night, the ref was asked to go to the monitor because he's been informed that he's made a clear and obvious error. He's basically been told, you've got this wrong. Not, oh, just go over and, and see for yourself, mate, and see what you think, because we're not sure we think you might have made... None of that transpires. That conversation doesn't happen. They get told, basically, go to the monitor, and the ref knows or thinks, I've made an error here. So it's prejudicial in itself, that, and it wasn't an error. It wasn't a clear and obvious error. So in itself, oh, it just winds well, up something. Uh, but then if they're going to do this, let us hear the audios, right? So yeah, then at yeah. least we would have a bit more trans. This goes back into the transparency kind of VAR pod that you, how it did with Chris and Jordan mm. on the Jordan, not the Jordan show. And I think that would help um, because 9.5 times out of 10 at the moment, when a ref goes to the screen, they overturn their decision on the pitch. Mm. And that's kind of irrespective of whether it, it, it's an egregious one or it isn't. Um, I, I mean, yeah, look, Newcastle were obviously battered last night. And if you watch the highlights, it's kind of incredible that PSG didn't score. But that being said, that was, it's just, a, it's just never a penalty. Like if you but just, they didn't score, so. I know, yeah. but it's just, ne- it's just never a penalty. Jonathan ridiculously shit point. Well, everyone's going on a penalty, but what about the XG of PSG? Yeah, well, they and missed, then he tried so. to dig down and say, "Well, uh, you know, what's your point there? <laughs> what's the, what's actually relevant? They missed. Well, they didn't time, deserve. A, they I didn't deserve anything. PSG because they didn't put the chances away. So, yeah, you can't say checked, you can't win a game on XG, can you? As much as no. uh, who, who, who said that, Howard? Jonathan Liu absolutely slated for it, which was good yeah, to right see. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, utter nonsense. Like no one's talking about the XG. Well, why would they? Uh, we all saw the game and, well, we've seen highlights and know that PSG had lots of chances, but that doesn't mean they deserved something out of the game because they create the chances. They don't deserve something if they put away one of those chances or at least one of them, which they didn't. They deserve nothing Pope made for that great reason. saves as well. Mm, exactly. So, anyway, could be very damaging that, yeah. Uh, PSG have to go to Dortmund, but Dortmund, I think, have got the... I don't know. If on head to head, they've, they've qualified. Obviously, they're three points ahead of PSG. I don't know if the if the group's tied down yet, but 
if PSG have got a bigger need to win that game, then it's, it makes it difficult for Newcastle now. So, uh, good news, Steve, though, uh, in, in press reports yesterday before the matches, is that they're thinking of extending VAR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, wh- wh- I mean, uh, at risk of sounding a bit old, bit praxity, where do they stop? Where does it stop? Where's <laughs> <laughs> true? The borders. <laughs> VAR means VAR. <laughs> But it's it's a fair point in that, you know, where will this stop? Because they're just looking at every different element of the game now and saying, oh, right, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll need to kind of rule this with an iron fist. Um, and this is another example now, sin bins and introducing and changing the game and complicating the game. And it will lead to further VAR checks and it'll lead to further controversy. It'll lead to further stoppages, slows down the game even more. People won't, uh, for evening games, people won't get home till two in the morning. It's just becoming farcical or you, farcical, you, if you like. Yeah. So the sin bins mentioned, uh, announced yesterday. To whoops of joy for me and Chris. <laughs> we yeah. discussed it on the reference. Yeah. Are you anti sin bins as well? Yeah, I am. It's not I, VAR though, is it? That's the point. It avoids VAR. I, I, I didn't want to offend you, but I, I'm aware of how pro sin bin you are, so I just kept quiet. But yeah, it's it's a stupid idea, Howard. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's a sensible it, it idea is. for dissent. It's not. It's well, it depends amazing. what it's used for for starters. I remember Shoot magazine trying to pu- push forward a campaign for this in the mid eighties and it never took off then. Um people have been trying for sin bins for years, but We've it's got just, sim bins, Steve. We have them in English football. We just don't have them at the top level. Right, okay. They Can I just interject, well. though? Part of, the, yeah. part of the problem with this proposal is, so I, I, I'm for sim bins for dissent, but part of the problem with the proposal yes. says that sim bins could be introduced for tactical fouls. No, no, how yeah, on that's earth, nonsense. How on earth can you decide what a tactical mm-hmm. foul is or isn't? How can you decide what a cynical foul is or isn't? You're going to then have over-refereeing again of... Oh, is that a tactical foul? Like, has he chopped him high enough on the break? Like, is there enough defenders back? That would just, that could end up being a total farce or vast. Yep. Um, and so I would be definitely against yep. that because it's just it's too subjective. Have. Two I would have is dissent because I think we need to get rid of dissent to help officials. Yeah. It's more objective do a- dissent though, isn't it? That's yes. the thing. Yeah, exactly. So that's an easy one. And I would say, the one that I think yellow cars is too harsh on now is kicking the ball away. Yeah. I don't think it's worth a yellow card, really. I mean, but again, send them, off, you know, send them off the pitch for 10 minutes and they'll stop doing it a bit more. Or mm. waving imaginary cards. Those three things, little, dis, you know, little narky things like that, basically, is what Simbins are for. They're not for fouls and stuff like that, I don't think so. Though I did hear later that Telegraph had got that wrong about fouls, so no, we will see. Telegraph? Not, no. no. Don't worry, when Shake Mansour takes it over, <laughs> it'll, be, <laughs> it'll be free and transparent. Bastion of so. impartiality. In the yeah. <laughs> right, anyway, let's move on to City. Uh, State, I've got a new statue yesterday that needs no introduction from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know sorry, I was busy when you put on WhatsApp, so, uh, and I'm trying not to WhatsApp when I'm on the move because I keep getting, <laughs> I keep reading stuff wrong and giving stupid answers. So, but I, yeah. <laughs> so I decided not to reply to your WhatsApp. So, <laughs> well, I keep replying to people and then realizing it's a different person to who I thought yeah. messaged I've, me. I've so. just remembered when I, I put a really crap joke up on WhatsApp recently and you replied with the joke, like, yeah. Explain. <laughs> 
And he said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm on the move. Because I was like, yeah, well, so that's, I'm not that's doing the it joke. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, your, your thoughts on the statue, obviously, be very, They're lovely. very well received. They're lovely. Um, yeah, mm. the, the, they are just lovely, lovely objects and well-deserved, obviously. And much anticipated as well, because they've been in the pipeline now for quite some time. And I'm very much... You know what? Anytime I see a statue, regardless of whether it's City or anyone else, even a rival... Anytime I see a statue, I'm always relieved more than anything when they're really done really well mm. because they can be done so badly. Uh, a lot of the likeness as well sometimes is lost. Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our content, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.